Hey everyone, welcome back to the Business Hogs Podcast, the podcast where we talk about business, self-improvement, and economic issues. Today is episode 16, the final episode of March for us, and anyways, we're here with Johnny Servai and Josh Kent, who are the founders of the Level 1 Businessmen Podcast. Today's episode is about the art of freelancing, and these guys, Johnny is a music video producer who like basically films music videos for popular creators and josh is a twitch streamer so anyways i hope you enjoy they have a lot to talk about and you know if you're interested in freelancing or ever want to do freelancing in your life then this is the episode for you so i hope you enjoy Hello, i'm johnny hi i'm johnny um <laughs> um hi i'm johnny uh co-host of level one businessmen uh and i am the uh I'm a full-time freelance photographer and videographer as uh, my normal job. And uh, hi, I'm Josh. Uh, some may, may call me Squash, but uh, I, I'm a, I guess he, he said full-time, so I'll say part-time uh, streamer on Twitch and, you know, YouTube and all that stuff. And yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, so glad to have you guys. Um, and today's episode is going to be on the art of freelancing and you know like all the different parts involved and you know really become what it be like becoming a freelancer what it is who should be involved why you know freelancing could become such a big thing in the future so would you guys like to explain how you guys are involved in it and you know what what you think of freelancing so far in your experiences uh personally i think it was i think for me personally it was one of the best decisions i made um so uh i'm Personally, just someone who I never really liked working for anyone else, and I've always been very self-motivated. Even when I was super young, I wanted to work, you know, a normal job, even to, you know, just have some way of like working. And uh, basically, eventually, um, after a couple years of working a job I hated um, at a restaurant, I ended up kind of discovering uh, photography, videography, which is what I do now, and almost instantly quit that job. So. I um I would definitely say it's something that's good, but I would not necessarily recommend it for everyone. Uh, it's something you have to be very self-motivated in. And I'm sure you guys know, even being like entrepreneurs of any type, like it's kind of a lonely lifestyle. You tend to give it your all, you know? So it's something that is and isn't for a lot of people. Does that make sense? I think it's like a, went a little off topic there, but yeah. <laughs> so can you guys explain like what is freelancing exactly so that way like our viewers who are really familiar with it can get kind of a, a picture. I mean, to, yeah, me, sure. to me, it's basically just like working for yourself in a way, you know, not really. It's kind of just making everything that you do more towards, you know, seeing what your future becomes in a way. You understand? Yeah. So you didn't uh, really so... want to be traditional employees, so to say. Yeah. Yeah, you want to, being a freelancer, I think, uh, and it, I think the word free definitely is uh, kind of the, um, the selling point of being a freelancer is, you know, you are your own boss. Like you are, you make your schedule and you make your terms, you make your deadlines for the most part. There's a lot of people who push deadlines on you, but, you know, you make all of that and it's just your job to make sure you keep it going. Yeah, I think a lot of people say there's, you know, so much risk behind being a freelancer. 
because you don't like so people think you don't really make that much income and it's really risky and it's just a bad decision overall. But, you know, do you think that's really not necessarily true and you can make a lot of money out of this? Yes and no. So it depends, depends what you're trying to do. And it depends to what it's that you want to be picky about what you do. Uh, so, for example, in my industry, um, I actually am great friends with a photographer who is far better than me. Um, I will forever admit that she is awesome. I love her work. And um, but she has never been paid for a job, to my knowledge. She does it fully hobby. And she's always saying how she wants to be full time. Uh, but the reason she's not is just because uh, the fact that she only wants to do like fashion photography. She only wants to do like magazine covers. She only wants to do all that kind of stuff, which is what she's doing. But it turned into more of a hobby than a job. So, but if you want to make it more of a job, you have to expand yourself. You have to be willing to do weddings. You have to be willing to do, you know, promos, music videos, um, working with companies. Like you have to be able to expand yourself because you, picking one niche right off the bat is really hard. And I feel like that's where a lot of people get stuck. How important would you say, like, I'm sorry, uh, how important would you say, uh, like, business education and financial education is towards becoming a freelancer? Very. I mean, I beg to differ. In my in my industry, it's one of the most important, honestly. In mine, um, it just takes a lot of practice and learning. I would say, I'd say it, it really just depends, honestly. So, like, if you're trying to do um, just full-time or, like, a importance of uh, finances, I'd say, honestly, when it comes down to, like, stuff like taxes or paying yourself or, you know, saying how much is going back into the business, I think there's a lot of – there's a lot of stuff that I think people take for granted and then they end up screwing up down the line because they don't have uh, financial literacy or anything like that. So you guys were more into, you know, learning about finance, learning how to deal with money or learning more about money rather than, you know, just learning to be an employee, so to say? That was my side. I say more me than Josh on that side. I was, um, yeah. Um, Josh, do you have anything to say on that one? I mean, really, it kind of leads to me saying, you know, kind of how I got into all this. <laughs> Is because I don't know. I didn't really. He was Johnny was kind of looking towards the money side in a way, and I just kind of started doing it one day, and then the money kind of came later, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, there's definitely two ways to do it. Yeah. Do we uh, answer the question? I feel like. ADHD kicks in a little oh, bit there. No, <laughs> oh, you got it. Cool. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> so, uh, another thing I wanted to ask was, um, how has, like, coronavirus and everything affected, like, how much work you get and then, like, how your businesses operate? Me and Josh are completely polar opposites on yeah. that one. So, obviously, Josh, Josh is completely online, so kind of corona helped him. It really did. Um, so yeah. I'm doing good after that. <laughs> You know, because, like, over Twitch and everything, now no one has anything to do, so they're just going to go watch a stream. On my end, the second quarantine got announced, everyone canceled on me. Literally everyone. Like, so I went from having a lot of bookings to almost no bookings with over a weekend. It was crazy. Um, I'd say at first COVID was terrible, but then over time people started realizing, like, it's still bad, but we just have to take precautions, and it's not as bad. 
you know? So like I, with time, people, the more people get comfortable, the more I'm getting back into work. Um, I'd say it's pretty close to normal now after like a year of almost a year of COVID. Yeah. And isn't that like really the risk to being a freelancer? Because, you know, something like this, that is so unprecedented. You don't really expect something like this to happen. Yeah. And I think that, I think what that is, honestly, is it's something to separate people from like, it's something to separate the people who are doing it um, as kind of a rookie versus someone who is uh, full on in it because this is, you know, they want the business side. They want to do this for the rest of their life and they're taking it seriously. Um, I'd say things like COVID weren't necessarily anything to stop the show. It was just an obstacle that people either got through or they didn't. Um, I actually know a lot of people who just stopped freelancing because of COVID. So like, it's one of those things where I think it was a real test of art more or less than anything else. Yeah. Because freelancing, it's more about, you know, you really have to get involved with your passion and you really have to love what you're doing in order to do something like this. Right. Because like you mentioned, you loved photography. That must've been, you know, something really important in your, like in your decision to keep on going. Right. Oh yeah. 200%. And I think it's also even just the, like, it was a mixture of the love of photography and the fear of working in normal nine to five. Like, just like you know not wanting to go back to that lifestyle plus getting to do what i love like it was just a win-win to like stay in what i'm doing get through the struggle and figure it out all right um actually so i have a question for um or like when this started how do you guys build your clientele especially because like especially people are not booking stuff and i guess for you josh um more people are online right yeah, I'm um, with quarantine and all the kind of stuff that happened. People, were, you know, they're all staying home. So really, just kind of marking myself one place brings them over to like Twitch, and you know, then we're good. <laughs> it's really yeah, Josh. Kind of kind of a win-win for yeah, him. Do kind of, I mean, you guys somewhat. advertise? Somewhat. I do. I do. Um, well, I've been been experimenting with different ways of advertising. Um, I. Uh, so I just moved, actually. So I had a full, I had a full clientele back in Wisconsin, where I used to live, um, and now I live in New Jersey. As of actually, I think I'm. Let's see, wait, what's the date? As of tomorrow, I will be in the East Coast for a month. It's so been a month. It's um, it's almost, tomorrow will oh, be a month. Jesus. So yeah, it's uh. Right now, I'm actually kind of experimenting with exactly that, how to regain clientele, how to remarket myself with the portfolio I have now. Um, it's really interesting, but I'd say advertising um, to a point helps. It's something you have to like be very slow and steady about. Like You can't expect to put out one ad and get a single client. Like You have to be more like, hey, I'm going to put out the same ad, pay for it every day for the next three months, and get X amount of clients out of it. Yeah, because you got to, like, basically target a new audience, right? It's like, you know, you've used digital marketing for this, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, how did you guys meet? And then, like, did you guys meeting affect that uh, you both want to be freelancers? Um, no, oh, actually, <laughs> we're brothers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Me and my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, lived in the same house yep. for a while yeah. and decided, hey, this this should be fun. <laughs> well, actually, 
the reason we started our uh, the reason we started our podcast was because I like moved and we we're like, hey, you want to have an excuse to talk like you know have a real talk every week? Yeah, so that was kind of what the podcast was the reason that the podcast started. Josh actually came up with the idea. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I know. Um, as far as inspiring each other to freelance, though, I know I I did it first. Um, in terms of like you know just like quitting my job, going full in. Um, and I think. I think I at least I hope seeing me do it kind of made Josh feel like oh this is possible. I don't want to say it, um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so I think uh, it was one right after the other right there. But I think uh, a lot of it was just both. If you know me and Josh a person, you know that we're very spontaneous, very ambitious, very like hey, like we have an idea, let's just let's just do it right now. If it blows up on our face, it blows up on our face. Yeah, you've got like multiple, um, you know, jobs, right? I, because I, I looked at, I think I looked at your Instagram. You have like, you're doing photography, you're doing, um, I, I forgot, like you're doing like a lot of stuff, right? Um, yeah. So, well, so I have, so, all right, me personally, um, I am all about multiple streams of income, multiple assets, uh, multiple side hustles. So I, uh, more recently I'm getting back into like flipping. So like going to thrift shops and flipping things, um, I have a part-time job at a coffee shop just to like get that little extra money um, every week. Um, I have, uh, you know, my full-time freelance stuff, which is, you know, just working with normal clients. And then I do photography, videography, and then I uh, separate my brand into multiple branches to market to different people. So for example, I have a photography account that's just portraits. I have, um, I'm actually developing a uh, couple's account to market towards like weddings and engagements and just cute couple sessions. Um, and then my uh, surveys media, which is my like pride and joy, is more like music videos and working with brands, companies, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, no, personally, I have a lot of different. Uh, I go a lot of different ways. I because I'm, I know you guys. Uh, I saw I was stalking your page. I know you guys have all seen uh, or read Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, and that that really talks about how you don't want to trust one asset. You know, like you don't want to have just one stream of income. Yeah, like passive income. Yeah, you want, well, you want passive income, you want side income, and you just want, you want to not put all your eggs in one basket. You want to spread yourself out and then, you know, let one, let every asset take care of different uh, liabilities. Yeah, that's actually what the last podcast was about, making streams of passive income. Oh, yo, that's what's up. I am yet to listen to that one. We just just filmed (laughs) it, so it's going to be out in like, in a little bit. A couple weeks. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I missed that one. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I know, um, and um, I know Josh. He has a couple, um, a couple different streams as far as, uh, you know, as a streamer, you want. Uh, obviously, you make money from stream, but I know Josh is also like pushing merch and pushing like different stuff. And then we're hoping to eventually uh, monetize the podcast, stuff like that. So um, right now, the only one is yeah. uh, stream so far. That's about it. <laughs> But we're getting there. We're getting to those multiples. Hey, man, it's the meaning behind level one businessmen. We're 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 rookies and we get it. Like we're beginners and we are proud of yeah, it. Yeah, but with life <laughs> lately, I'm need, I'm need, I'm I'm gonna be needing to move to let that level two pretty soon here. <laughs> Wait, so Josh, I'm interested. Um, how did you start like gaining a following on like Twitch and YouTube, and then? Um, like how long would you say that took and like how much work did you have? To oh my goodness. It is way more than I, I thought when I started. <laughs> um, 
Well, really, how it was uh, actually through Instagram. Uh, fun little backstory, real quick, is um, I used to do uh, weirdly enough, I used to do vape tricks on Instagram, and I used to like post. I used to post those to Instagram, and I gained a pretty good following off doing that. And I just kind of told people, you know, that I'm streaming now, and they just kind of came from that, you know, fan base that I already had. What about like uh, YouTube? So does that just kind of carry over? Um. Well, yeah. Usually, I have to, you know, after I stream, I kind of have to edit whatever I liked from that stream in order to make it into a video. If I like what I did in that day, I guess. Like, I'm very picky with YouTube anyway. Right now, I only have like I think one video up that I've went through, and yeah, but it it does definitely come into streaming or my life in a way <laughs> so what do you guys think about Yo, yeah. more people going into freelancing over time oh i say do it do it in two seconds don't be scared just jump in <laughs> well doesn't it really depend on like, have- you know, the special talents you have because you know everyone that seems to go into freelancing they're either like you know writers or artists people like that photographers yes and no actually um so for one it depends what you're trying to do freelancing um but i think a lot of people have traits that they don't even know about that they could easily do um and i think uh like for example there's a lot of people who are like really good at english i suck at english like you know like grammar and like writing and all that and you know there's a lot of people who are just freelance editors or freelance um uh, journalists like you know there's people who who are able to do that um I'd say it's less about, honestly, it's less about your uh, talent and more about your grind, more about what mindset are you going into this with? Are you doing it because you think it's going to be an easier paycheck than your normal job? Then you're sadly mistaken because you're about to be working 24 hours a day. It's more, do, it's, it, if you go into it with the right mindset, there are people who are far better than me who, like I said, don't do it full time. Or there's people who are worse than me who are not necessarily worse than me, but are not necessarily at the same level as I am now. And they are better in a business perspective. So I think it's more, it's it's almost less about your talents and more about the grind mindset and just energy. Yeah, because I feel like freelancing it. is not really guaranteed income, so to say. So like people who, who go and do this in order to earn, you know, like a six-figure salary, they really have to be, you know, working 20 hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Yeah. And I'd say um, even with that, uh, so one thing – the thing that originally got me into wanting to like work for myself is I used to make music and I wanted to just be a full-time musician. And when I was looking into it, I realized everyone who's a full-time musician doesn't make money off their music. Everyone makes money off of uh, selling merchandise, playing gigs, doing guitar lessons, doing vocal lessons, recording for other people. Like, and the thing is like, you can get a six figure year income from having all these multiple streams in your one industry. It's just about, are you willing to put in the 16 hours a day to, you know, like, oh, I got an hour to do, to video chat this person and teach them a lesson. Am I going to, you know, I got an hour here. I got 15 minutes to eat. Now I got 15 minutes to sleep. Cool. Let's move on to the next topic. Like, do you have that ability and that mindset to do just do it? Do you think that's temporary it? or permanent? Um, um, I say you have the ability to make it temporary, but, um, I also say that if you're gonna if you're gonna go into it expecting in a year or two that's not, not to be the case, then that is the hard part. Um, 
I'd say the, the way I've heard it said is be ready to not make money for the first three years. That's the best way I've heard it said. Yeah, it takes time to like build up everything. And especially if you're like building up multiple streams of income as well. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's not an, it's again, it's not an easy thing. You just have to, um, you just have to be willing to like do it full, full send into it and, uh, you know, grind as much as you can and eventually eventually with time you know you'll get to the point where um like i know people in my industry who book clients you know for 10k once every couple months so that they can you know actually i know one person who books four people a year he genuinely books four people a year like starting his his packages start at ten thousand, literally so he and what he does is he just does a bunch of side hustles throughout the year works on his own stuff like three to four times a year and but he's gotten himself to that point because I think it's more because of his entrepreneur um, side of him so like I'd say down the road yes you can turn it into something but it is also possible to if you don't have the entrepreneur mindset I'd say it's more possible to be stuck in that grind forever you have to really know what the next step is and know what yeah, you're doing it's, next, it's you really know? like in freelancing you have to turn away from you know like being an employee working for a boss and you know, just getting deadlines done be as you have to. Otherwise, you might get fired. And it's more, you know, like more self-discipline, right? Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah, I know that's one thing um, me and Josh probably both struggle with is uh, that like self-discipline to a point. Like it's something that you eventually get used to. Something that you eventually like, okay, is this or go back to, you know, working a restaurant job or go back to working, you know, like a normal nine to five or factories, you know, whatever, like you have to learn to hate the other option to like love what you're doing now and keep that self-motivation. You're like thinking of what it might turn to if you don't succeed. Terrifying. Yeah. Like do or die, put your back against the wall. Um, I've heard um, there's an entrepreneur I follow, uh, Ryan Sernhan, and he's a real estate agent based here in New York. And what he does is uh, like what he did starting off is he legit, bought a $3 million apartment and said, I either sell this or am just screwed. Like (laughs) he put in the loan, got a $3 million house and said, I'm either selling this or going to be in trouble for the rest of my life. And putting his back against the wall, turned him into arguably one of the biggest real estate agents in the world right now. That if he would, if he had like limited income, like wouldn't he be safe if he's buying a $3 million house? Because otherwise the bank wouldn't have given him a loan. So I know he had a real in, in his story individually. I know he had a uh, um, he had a couple um, apartments under like a couple listings under his belt already. Um, he had somewhat of a good relationship with the bank. I think um, the three million was more just milking every asset he had um, and making it work. I really don't know the nitty gritty details of his story individually. I just know that he has that you know back against the wall story. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've also been interested in that, like how the hell he gained three million, like, <laughs> or um, I also know with real estate, you only have to put part of it down. So maybe it was like, hey, down the road I have to pay three million, but right now I just have to put half, like, like five hundred thousand in, you know, as a deposit. Maybe it was something like that. I really don't know, down to the nitty gritty, what the details were of his story. But I can say, um, more of the story, it was just putting it back against the wall on that one. So, what kind of projects are you working on now? Yeah. Currently, um, well, personally, by the way, Josh, sorry, I keep uh, no, that's fine. Keep I just let you um, talk, and then if I get 
shot towards, you know, I'll answer whatever needs to be done. Dope, dope. Um, yeah, anyway, sorry, uh, sorry to go off topic there. Um, so I'd say, uh, so right now I'm working on a lot of, personally, I'm working on a lot of musicians right now, a lot of uh, different music promos, music videos, um, stuff like that is more what I'm leaning towards right now, which is what I love. Um, so it's awesome that I'm getting to work with a bunch of musicians, but that's kind of where I'm at right now as far as projects, just a bunch of music videos. Um, just going back to what we were talking about before, do you feel like the entrepreneur mindset has changed you as a person, or do you feel like you've always had this mindset? Ooh, I like that question. Sure. Josh, do you want to answer this one first? Um, like well, really, I think it's changed. I think it, no matter who you are, it's going to change you or your mindset in a way, because you're going from this, you know, basically taking orders to being the order, I guess you're, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you know, you're kind of just becoming your own boss in a way you're, you have to tell instead of, you know, telling yourself that, you know, I have to listen to my boss every day and just suck it up and deal with it every day. You are going from that to, you know, okay, I have to get this done because whatever reason, whether you're scared, you're scared to fail or you, or it is your full-time income and you need it to survive or whatever you have to just, you have to now, now it's going to change you because you have to tell yourself, you know, I have to do this for me. Now I'm doing this for anyone else just because I need money basically, which in the, at the end of the day, that's really what a job is like a normal nine to five. You're doing it because you need money. Yeah. You could like it, love it, or whatever, but end of the day, you're doing it because you need income of some kind. Yeah, I I'd really agree with Josh there. Just the I, I think I think it does change you as a person. I think if it doesn't, there's a I don't know. I haven't seen many people who don't don't actually. So I'd say um it kind of I'd say it kind of consumes you in a way. There might be like when you're starting. Obviously, like I said, when you start you have to have a certain mindset, like you're going to go into this all in and do the most. But I think over time, the more you just realize what the market's really like, what the business world is actually like, what it's actually like to make money without someone else just handing you a paycheck, like that mentality just, I think it, I think it does change you, but in a good way, you know? How about, uh, so for Josh, uh, what are your streams of income, especially because you're a freelancer online? Um, well, right now, uh, there's only one stream, and that is from Twitch. So, so streaming, and uh, but that's why that's why I am doing the podcast. That's why I'm doing YouTube. Uh, I'm pro- planning on doing TikTok soon, just to try to get more, or just try to at least get more of a platform to Twitch. Because at the end of the day, that's really what I want to do. Just trying to, you know, get everyone to come from multiple sources. Sorry to uh, butt in, but Josh, you definitely have one more stream of income that we uh, both forgot to mention that we both have. Um, oh, uh, yeah, okay. The there market. is a stock market. There we go. Me and Josh, me and Josh are both big on stocks, so, like, yeah, that's definitely another stream. Yeah, I was no, I mean, that, that, that always... I mean, you know, okay, it's still a gamble, and I don't, I don't really like to call it a stream of income, honestly, but because it varies so much. It's something that will turn into one. The more you, the more you build your, um, 
the more you build the ability to be in the stock market, the more you get better at it. So it's something I wouldn't call a stream just yet, but it's something we're building. I mean, yeah, I know I'm building building towards it too, but it's just, I don't, right now, I don't like to call it that because with me, it's like pennies here, pennies there, a dollar or two here, a dollar or two there. And then it just, you know, turns into, you know, 20, 30 bucks. And then you're like, cool, I got a little bit extra. You guys invest in any, you know, like blue chip stocks or anything like that? Mm, I don't. I don't know if Johnny does, but. No, I was in Bitcoin for like a week and I pulled out, um, you know, stuff like that. Like, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, mostly just normal stocks. I know um, I jumped on the whole um, AMC trend when everyone was freaking out about that um, and uh, stuff like that. But other than that, uh, no, stock market stuff. I guess um, I know me personally. I just don't know enough about it to jump into it. Um, it's something I don't want to do blindfolded, you know. So, how important would like obtaining a college degree be, uh, just in terms of freelancing? Because I know both of you, or at least I know Josh, you didn't go to college. No, I did not. All right, and uh, John, you went the way one year, right? <laughs> Yep, I went one. I went one year and basically just got everything done. Um, so as, as far as the college degree, I heard. Um, I think me and Josh are both on the same page as far as we are not supporters of college in a sense, <laughs> um, to a point. So like in my industry, for example, if um, I think it depends what you go for. So if I walk up to a director and say, "Hey, I went to film school," they're gonna say, "That's cool. Can you work a camera?" Like they don't care. Um, they could care less that I went to film school. They could care less that I know the ins and outs of every director in history. Um, they want to know what my work looks like and am I good. Um, so whenever people, when it, when it comes to freelancing, my biggest advice ever, and I think for uh, one of my best decisions was going back to school, but for business, learning the accounting side, learning the marketing side, learning you know all of that, I think was better for me than going in without any of that prior knowledge. And I'd say um, also with business, I'd say don't go to anything that's like more than like two to four years, like something because business is also something to where, you know, you can't, you can't be an entrepreneur and, you know, try and flip things online and show people your degree. It just doesn't work that way. You know, so it's something where like get the fundamentals and then figure it out yourself. That's kind of where I'm at with that. How do you guys also like grow over social media, especially um, just like because yeah, just like as a freelancer, how do you guys grow in social media? You live there. <laughs> um, you uh, you just push yourself as much as possible, honestly. Um, so I think one thing that's helped. I don't know if Josh. I don't know if it's affected you, but uh, just going hard on like this other um. You know, because personally, I don't push myself in, like, the business routes on other, or, like, at least, like, the entrepreneur side of Instagram. I normally avoid on my other accounts. And now that we have this podcast that's very business-oriented, I have people coming to my personal account from that. So that's really interesting, having, like, all these different streams of uh, yeah. I mean, I had a couple, of not really too many, maybe, like, <laughs> ten, but... I think, um... I'd say, um... Overall, um, as far as uh, pushing yourself over social media goes, um, I know personally, I spend a lot of time on hashtags. So, like, I'll find um, 
hashtag art photography or on this one hashtag podcasting. I think that's how I find you guys actually one of the hashtags and um, just like, you know, click on the hashtag, go, go through a bunch of different accounts, connect with people, like a bunch of pictures, um, you know, just get connected with people, message people, hype them up, uh, stuff like that. So I think um, one thing I will say with social media is don't be scared to message someone, no matter their following, because end of the day, there are people who have like an ego and think they're bigger than life, but I'd say a lot of times it's just normal people who happen to have a bigger following than you and you can make some crazy connections with a yeah. simple DM. Um, so what kind of customer base do each of you guys target on social media? Yeah. Like uh, demographic wise? I don't know. Honestly, I'm kind of lost by the question. Like teenagers, um, like middle-aged, boys, girls. Oh, well, uh, personally, I just try to p- appeal to as many, everyone that I can. I don't care if you're 80 years old or two, year, two years old with, the, with, your, with your mother's cell phone. I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. I just try to get as many people as I can, but I think I kind of go towards more, I guess you could say 20 or, uh, you know, early 20s, teenager-ish area. I actually, Josh, what I've noticed, because me and you have talked marketing before, and I remember um, one of the times we mentioned how uh, I think uh, your demographic was more um, basically like 18 to 26. um, And then um, like as like a topic interest, like anime and horror seem to be like two that were doing really good for you. So like 18 to 26 year olds who are just really into anime and horror. Definitely, you know, when I do stream like horror stuff, people do end up liking it more only because like, you know, probably like the reaction that I have, it's pretty, it's pretty great even on my side. Um, But uh, really, yeah, one of the, like the more, I guess you could say the anime side of it that you were talking about. I mean, yeah, that on my little, you know, analytics through twitch it says that you know apparently people find me by the way by the word anime for some reason and i don't know why but i mean i I think that's just your uh that's your demographic i'd argue i think that's just your crowd um and i think you unknowingly even market towards those guys oh well i think so just the way you work things Um, personally, my, my demographic is more towards, um, my different, I'd say I have a wide demographic actually, but like in the sense of like, cause, cause how I mentioned before, I have different, um, different brands almost. So I have like couples, I have, uh, portraits, I have, you know, music videos. So I'd say I just try to market towards, um, whatever I feel is best in that industry. Um, I try to market towards my age group. So like, um, between like 19 to probably like. 26 27 try to market towards that age group and then uh i uh, personally i just market towards uh musicians uh prefer i've been trying to market lately towards like bands and rock groups uh but overall i tend to do better with pop artists and rappers and um stuff like that you guys get, there's like, just more of a market there uh, in your field yes i know josh is ha- um me and Josh were just talking about how uh, in the stream world, it's a little weird because yeah, a lot of people are uh, to, like off steal their, their fans, right, I guess. Them. And because there was there was a there was a time not too long ago when you know I wasn't 
I didn't really know too much about streaming and all that. And I would go into other people's streams, not like, you know, the big people or anything, but I would just ask them, hey, like, you got any tips for someone just starting? And they were all like, you know, hey, you're just trying to get people to come to your stream and watch you go away, get out. You're you're being a dick. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa I'm just asking for tips. That's it. <laughs> and everyone's got very closed off and like mean. Yeah. The... Wait, so how... I'd say. Oh, you can, you can I... go. oh, sorry. What's up? Oh, no. Um. Well, I was just going to say. Um. I feel like networking, networking is important. I say it's harder in some industries. Um, I'd say uh, for me personally, I'm always networking. Like for example, I randomly messaged a photographer that I really like who lives like an hour and a half from me. Um, and actually after this podcast, after this call, I'm probably about to be like packing up and heading to like collaborate with them. Uh, I have found like, I'm always DMing people personally. I'm always trying to network. Um, I think I get a lot of my jobs off of networking, just people being like, Hey, I know a guy, you know? So it's, I'd say networking is probably one of the more important parts of my job is just like everyone, everyone knowing me and what I do so that they can suggest me to other people because word of mouth just is more guaranteed jobs from people knowing you and trusting your work so over Josh, them seeing an ad. money on Twitch work? Because I mean, I know a decent amount of people who are on Twitch, but I never really like understood uh, how people make money off of it besides just like donations. Uh, well, okay. So there's, I guess you can say three ways. There's, uh, yeah, there's donations, but then there's a thing called bits and it's, it's like, okay. So how that works is it's every, every bit you get, which I think it's like, I think you can get like 500 of them for like six bucks or something. I don't know, but Either way, uh, every bit you get is um, one cent. So one cent go to, go is goes to you, and I and I think the extra dollar that they pay in general when they first get them all, it's like that goes to Twitch. But there's uh, yeah, there's uh, there's donations, bits, and then there's subs. Subs, uh, you have to really that's it's like it's like subscribing on YouTube almost, but you do also have to pay for it. That is also like five, six bucks or something like that. And what that does is it uh, you have to really to do that. You kind of have to give your viewers or subscribers, whatever, like a little bit of an incentive for subscribing. And through that you get like emotes you get a little you get this little like crown next to your name when you chat uh really just kind of stuff like that and that's that's how twitch works anyway and then only weird thing about it, about it though is um through twitch you get paid monthly so that's so it's by salary right yeah yeah so that's about that <laughs> How do you guys kind of like keep track of all the stuff that you guys are involved in within freelancing? Like, does it ever get like super messy and just like unorganized? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> I um can't live without lists and calendars. <laughs> um, I um every night I have to write a to do list for the next day that I have to complete. Otherwise, I'll forget everything, and then I have to put like everything in my calendar, like. Even something as nitty gritty as, all right, on Monday, I wanted to post this, but on Friday, I'm posting this. Like, um, I'd say it's just a lot of, like, I'd say, you know, anyone who is uh, getting into this, definitely have a, just have a good organizing system as far as, uh, you know, everything you're trying to do, especially if you have multiple streams, multiple everything. Um, 
yeah <laughs> that's kind of how that is so would you say it's like it's helped develop uh like your time management as a person also somewhat oh yeah i i know me personally um especially lately um ever since i uh, moved and don't really have so like back home i have so many friends that it was a distraction and now that i moved i don't have any friends uh don't mean to say in like in a sad way just in a way of like i have like all this time to myself now which is new and interesting to me so like um but one thing i've learned is that i've got more of a mindset of like you know what i got five minutes let's jump on this or hey um i got an hour josh do you want a podcast or like hey like I got 15 minutes. Let's knock out this project, you know, like stuff like that. I'd say, um, just the idea of I'm a, personally, I've gotten a lot better at being like, no, I'm not going to put this off. Like, and I think, uh, also as far as time management is you know, gotten a lot, um, it becomes, I don't know. I think it becomes addicting to be like, Oh, I got this and this and this going on. And like, just like, you know, getting my day to be busy as opposed to like, all right, so, what am I going to uh, do today? Any like, <laughs> Anyone? No. What about you, Devin? No, I think they pretty much answered everything that I wanted to ask. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, do you guys have any last thoughts, like Johnny or Josh? What was that? Are you guys last thoughts? Do we have any last thoughts? Not that I can think of at the moment. (laughs) Um, I was going to ask, actually, are you guys guys as a group, um, I know you guys are still kind of starting off. um, Are you uh, thinking about going towards the freelancing route at all? Uh, not particularly. Yeah, me neither. I'm going towards econ. Okay. Nice. Oh, man, all solid options. Like like I said before, freelancing is uh, definitely not a career path for everyone. So I think, uh, no, I was, I, I love it when people just yeah, have their like, like, mindset. Of, like, yes, know, I want to go concerned with, you know, if maybe if I get a college education and then get some stable income, then I can start investing in real estate so I can make, like, some more income from that. Heck yeah. Me too. Yeah. Real estate like, is one like, of the things that I personally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, real estate is like, dude, I like, if I, I want to get into real estate, but I want to like shadow yeah. someone for a year who does yeah, real estate do first. You know, like, <laughs> it's something like, I don't, I don't know if I can like, jump like, into. Right now, it's more towards the medical field. Um, As far as like shadowing goes, I think it would be. Honestly, if you were gonna like, if you were actually gonna do what I just said and like shadow like a real estate agent for a year, I think you'd have to like be like, hey, like you have to hit up like real estate agents and be like, hey, I will, um, you know, do this and that for free. Just let me like follow you around and see what you do. Like I will buy you coffee every day. I will, um, I don't know, take pictures of your, um, of your uh, listings for you. Like I just want to learn how to do it. Like. I feel like that'd be the only way to do it because they're definitely too busy to just take on an intern. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I think you'd have yeah, to just jump into like, that like was that. the route. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, you can't just, like, YouTube any of that because there's so many people who don't know what they're talking about who, like, post advice videos on, like, here's how to real estate. Yeah. Here's the easy way to flip houses, you know? Like... <laughs> But yeah, um, cool. All right, so do you guys want to wrap it up? Yeah, I was kind of confused. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who was that towards? Do you guys have any last thoughts? 
Well. Okay. So, uh, yeah, thank you for watching the 12th episode of the Business Holics. I want to thank you guys again uh, for coming in. You know, stay tuned for next week's episode. And if you haven't had a chance to look at our other episodes, please make sure to do so. We have 11 up and running already. So if, if you have any questions, please reach out to our account at the Business Holics. Or if you have any other questions, you can, like, reach out personally to my account at Eric Long Jr. And, um, yeah, we want to thank you guys again for coming in. It was great to have you. Yep. Uh, yeah, and this is us signing off. Great being here.